Lend us your ears and rejoice now, for we are the chosen of mercy. back across the broken bridge that we can't get across. Can we ask if either of the people here know of a better way out? Are you asking Koviet? Sure. The Dragon Lords had an exit past the fun elevator. <laughs> oh, I am wondering, is it still working? Last we checked. The trap in it? Oh, magnificent. Oh, yeah, oh, the trap was quite. I assume you knew the password, trap. right? <laughs> then was what the password? Definitely. Definitely. No. She says in this language, someone here knows <laughs> it. Dwarves are quite dull. <laughs> okay, I'll remember that. <laughs> it's probably just deactivate trap. The password is password. It is dragon. It's the dwarven word for dragon. Lukash. Oh. That's canon now. Lu means fire and Kash means breather. Ah, okay. Okay. That makes yeah. sense. Sam, can I make this jump? Oh, yeah. You can totally make that jump. You're like probably one of two who can. So Ariel's going to call out to Ato and ask him for help. Crossing. Can I jump over carrying Van Popper? What? is the rules for a running long jump. 10 feet of movement, and then you can move your strength score, but I am not above dropping a key point for Step of the Wind and doubling that. Yeah, you don't, you're fine without it. With your increased movement speed, you're good. With Van Pupper? Yes. Okay. Well, Venus, move Van Pupper over here. I call over as well and say, Eito, I don't think that she'll be able to make it either. And just gesture towards Astraya. Oh, gee, you're right. Now that I'm across, I'll just bring you across? Well, you jumped across with Van Pepper. I'm probably not that much heavier. Okay, can I just, like, carry everyone across? Sure. Okay, I did not think that was gonna fly. You know why? It's because you have, like, six items on your inventory, so you're not even close to being covered. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I, can, I can also help, like... If Ato picks up Ariel and jumps across, she'll give him a kiss on the cheek and say, my hero. I'm not, like, carrying you vital style. I, like, I jump back across, and you're like, how are you going to get me across? And I just scoof you up with one arm to a fireman carry. You're like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> and, like, I just right, well, plop you back on the other side. You probably, like, almost fall. <laughs> I make sure to ferry everyone across as Ato, the jumping ferryman. Can I do the exact same thing Ato did with Ariel, but me with Nehmet? I'm going to put down some of my things and then like jump over. If you do so desire. Nehmet goes, my hero. And gives, gives on Nausicaa 
or not even Nausicaa, just uh, some of the head snakes, little tiny kisses. <laughs> Ilva looks like she's contemplating trying to make the jump herself, but then also remembers like running across the burning hot metal. <clears throat> you need help? Yes. <laughs> and scoop. And then I hop over. <laughs> this is never spoken of again. And uh, I look towards Nehmet, look back towards Nausicaa. Don't expect that. <laughs> Nehmet whispers over at Ilva, Is it just me or does she like smell really nice? <laughs> I would not have expected that. Ilva says nothing and walks a little bit faster. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm wondering if a beast as impressive as this Cerberus that we slew is worthy of sacrifice. I don't, I really still doesn't fully understand the like rules for sacrifice like we did before. Are any of you Christian religion? Probably not. You're all worthless. Nehmet, make a religion check. You're the only one here worthwhile. Oh shit. <laughs> oh, that's a nap 20. <laughs> nice. In your brief moment of clarity, you remember that typically things worth sacrificing are creatures with divine sparks. And those are typically much older creatures. The boar that you killed was definitely an anomaly in that aspect. I see. I think perhaps this is not young or powerful enough to deserve sacrifice. In that case, perhaps we should shove it off the walkway so as to allow Vulcan a more safe-appearing entrance to his old home? It's kind of fucking huge. How are we going to do that? Well, there are also five of us. Doesn't the bridge have, like, rails on it? Oh, does it? I mean, they're pretty broken and fucked up. It wouldn't be hard to, like, push it over a bridge. Let's throw these corpses into the lava and head back to Astoria. Death dogs are easy enough. The much bigger young Cerberus, significantly harder, but you're able to do it. It's teamwork. Eventually. Discipline. Teamwork. This, this is why you took the oath of friendship. Ariel does nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Provides moral support. We'll say that those of us who have dumped strength are off, like, tending to Australia and taking care of Van you mean well, all of us? <laughs> yeah. I didn't dump strength. I mean, I've got a 10, but like... Okay, technically I dumped charisma, but my strength isn't that much better. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Either way, some group of us with Ato's hard-ass leadership and, no, push it like this, get the Cerberus <laughs> into the lava. I mean, I guess technically it is two legs lighter. This is true. Oh, Sam, did you send Jacob those rules for harvesting monsters? I did not. It's a, it's a big fucking PDF. <laughs> I just remembered that you were talking about that last night. It's a big fucking PDF. Just, is there Where anything for death dogs or young Cerberi or Trogs, for that matter? Make an intelligence... So that would be an intelligence medicine check for troglodyte. And then a nature intelligence check for the Cerberus and Death Dogs. Okay. Are those separate nature checks? Yes, they would be those two would be separate nature checks. So here's 
for the big old Cerberus. That's a 13 for the Death Dogs. It's a natural one. Uh, so a total of six. And for the Trogs... It's a medicine intelligence check. Surprisingly, that one's a 21. All right, we'll go with the troglodytes first. With that high score, you know that there is a singular thing that you can harvest from troglodytes. Their skin. That is it. It is useful because you might have noticed troglodytes are very good at camouflaging into their background. Not so much for you, but everyone else in your party was fooled by them. Hmm. But unfortunately, it's not very good for uh, actual armor because it's literally just skin. Interesting. You could probably skin these troglodytes that got completely burned into ash and make camouflage blankets, basically. That's like the best thing, probably. Yeah, I think making some cloaks out of that might be a good idea. You would probably have to go get some of the bodies from upstairs for that. Yeah, that's fair. All right, yeah, I'll do that when we get up there. Cerberus, with your 13, you know that their fangs can be harvested and turned into arrowheads. Do I get any sort of idea of what, like, that would do? It would likely add extra fire damage. I see. Interesting. All right, then. I will add more information for this. The teeth can be used for arrow tips. You know that the fur, probably not of this one because it's a bit young, doesn't have fire resistance yet, but the older ones can be harvested with a more difficult check to make fireproof armor that will give you fire resistance when made out of it. So like leather fireproof armor. And then at the highest possible check for this creature, there is a small like gland that all Cerberus, Cerberi possess that can be harvested with a DC-20 check that is used in the process of crafting a wand of fireballs. Ooh. <gasps> Would this one have that gland? It, you, it, well, it did breathe fire all over you. <laughs> That's true. So make your nature check. All right. And anyone else who is proficient can help. No! It's a 19. A 19? Wait, can I guidance myself? It is a skill check that you are aware of making. So that is a 20. Yep, that's a 22. 22. So this takes a bit of time. You're able to harvest. Unfortunately, I rolled snake eyes, but you get eight teeth that you can use to make arrows. And then you're able to recover one saliva gland, oil gland, igniter fluid, accelerant. It's just accelerant. It spits accelerant. (laughs) This is awesome. I love this. Alright, do you guys want to head to the left? Yes. Alright. You continue down the hallway, and it gets significantly cooler. So much so that if you had gone, like, maybe 100 feet, you could long rest. (laughs) About 20 minutes pass by, and you or you start to hear a rushing of water throughout this entire like walk 
you're in like a steady climb. And you kind of open up into a, it's like a large cove. And you can see there's like a roaring waterfall, like a veil of crashing water. There is no boat here, though. There is some treated wood that has somehow survived through the ages. Do you, does anyone want to spend any time searching around it? It's kind of a large cavern. One side opposite of you is just a crashing of waves. You, it kind of descends down a couple steps, and there's like a wooden dock where a ship would be. Looking around, there's like a couple small part stone, part wood buildings that have kind of stood through the ages. Are you going to explore around? Yeah, I don't see why not. We're just walking through it. All right. You head up into like the group of buildings, and as you kind of explore through the two of them, you see in one a lever, very similar to the lever that was in the elevator. If there was any like papers, they have crumbled to dust or molded into nothingness. Uto will turn to Mehmet and say, what was that dwarven word again? Lukash. And then I pull the lever. All right. It was unnecessary. But when you pull the lever, there's a loud kind of creaking sound, and you can see the waterfall starts to part a bit. And it kind of opens up into a clean exit out of the waterfall. Is this the waterfall that we entered through a cave earlier? Like above this? Uh, probably. Ilva could confirm that, facing the correct direction. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's the same big waterfall. There's also no waterfalls of note in, like, for miles. So mm. it's probably the Great Falls of Arkalon. Uh, right. With a secret Dragonlord bat cave beneath it. Pull the lever! You flip the lever back to the other way, and it closes. So we can only open and close it from the inside? Seems to be that way. You need an Alfred. So I guess our only option really is to go back up the elevator? But we can't all fit. Also, it might be broken. I don't think we broke the elevator. Could probably all fit in the elevator at once. Okay. Well, then I guess we will elevate. The elevator doors open the entire way up. Are there more trogs? (laughs) I was going to say that. There might be. There might be. Oh god, I don't remember there being a crossroads. Yes, um, I do. It's yeah. through here. Yeah, so to the right is how he came in, and to the south is where the trogs were. Ah, yes. Don't worry, I've got myself a very keen mind. I get <laughs> very it. Good. <laughs> so are we not going to go harvest some trogs? Not yet. Okay. I think not we should definitely rest first. We'll save that, save that for after we've Rested up just in case we need to let them right in a bit. Of them. I was like <laughs> on her way out. She's like, let's go fucking party. <laughs> did the thing. Which go. one of us has the horn of summoning centaurs? It's me. No parties until Ato says. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <Yeah>. dad. <laughs> that means no party ever. <laughs> wow, you caught on to my trick. <laughs> All right, so what are you all doing? Are you leaving or are you staying? Do you stay or do you go? Okay, you go. You blow the horn when you're far enough away from the lake to worry about being ambushed by trucks. Centaur party! 
centaurs. And then these two <laughs> are also there. Yay, six generic centaurs and four friends. <laughs> There's probably some more centaurs. They're totally down to party for the night. I assume you want to, you know, tend to Estrella and make sure Estrella is fine. But after yeah. that, you could party all night long. I'll give her my bedroll as well as a handful of my rations. Actually, no, I'll just give her all of my rations and she can take it. <laughs> and then she I'll just... bring cumber. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> after, like, she gets settled down and all that stuff, I'll grab some, like, driftwood, stack it up in, like, a little cone and cast Produce Flame on it. Just make a little fire, keep her warm, that sort of stuff. She immediately, she eats, drinks, and immediately passes out. That's all I was planning to. Also, Nasca's plan. Eat a little, drink a little, pass out. And then, specifically during the festivities, she's going to keep an eye out for Eito. Alright, your eyes are open. <laughs> what is the partying like? Eito probably won't participate, but... They are down with just chilling and drinking under the stars. Don't they, like, sing songs and tell stories of the olden days? According to the player's guide? They do. Nahmet plays a happy jig. Tell some tales about how the dragon lords are assholes. Eto <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. will sit kind of, like, away from the party, but he will listen into the stories for a bit before climbing into tent. Okay, yeah. no, before you do that, Ariel is going to try real hard to get you to, like, be fun for, like, five minutes. She's going to be like, come on, Eito, relax. We won. Hang out with us. I am relaxed. Going through my meditation is what relaxes me. Can't you do that in, like, two to three hours? Well, it's getting pretty late. That's kind of the point. That's when a party's most fun. It's when it's late. He, like, sighs and, like, follows you into, like, where the party is happening, but still just kind of, like, sits on the edge of where the party is happening and doesn't really participate. And after, like, an hour or two, you can see him, like, start, starting to nod off a bit. And he, like, catches your eye and, like, waves at you and goes back away to set up a tent. But he did try. He just doesn't know how to party. He just <laughs> kind of... Well I will, like, sit with him for a little bit, but then probably go, like, drink and actually have fun. Ilva, what are you keeping an eye out for about me? After Ariel goes back to partying, I kind of want to go over to Ato, presumably as you're still, like, making your tent, unless you're already done with that. I was kind of thinking I had already set it up, and I was, like, starting my meditation when Ariel rudely interrupted me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll probably, like, go through some more kata before going to bed. You can you can interrupt that also if you want. All right. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just sort of, like, I don't know, I guess, wrap on the side of the tent and just say, can I, uh, can I join you just to talk? And maybe you can show me whatever the fuck it is you're doing here. You kind of just is like, hmm. Oh, fuck. I heard you the other night in your tent. I just, I was trying to be subtle about it, but I just wanted to make sure that you're okay. Uh, when you mentioned that you heard him in his tent, he like he was just starting to go back into his 
Kata, I want you guys to know that every time I talk about Ito going through his meditation, I like make all these hand movements as if I'm going through like Tai Chi, but they're totally lost mm -hmm. over Discord. But uh, <laughs> he like had just started going back and you say that he just like freezes and like turns his head a bit to listen to you. What did you hear? Well, I sounded like you were having a really tough time with things and he just sort of like sits down cross-legged in like the I guess probably wet sand of the beach mm -hmm. right in front of him and just says I don't know I know I've only been here for a month or so now but I know that this place it's a terrible place and terrible things happen here and I know that I'm not the most comforting presence but if you need to talk to someone if you if you want to talk to someone I'm all ears, as they say. He will continue into his Tai Chi movements and say, well, quite the opposite. I find your more direct and serious attitude a somewhat comforting presence. I'm used to a much more disciplined traveling party than this, and I appreciate your concern. Well, I get the sense that uh, you and I might have similar ideas about this sort of discipline, in the sense that in the wrong situation, if you lose it, well, you lose permanently. But there are times for being hard, and there are times for being soft and opening up as well. And she just sort of looks kind of away at, like, the ground, just down elsewhere, avoiding eye contact from everyone, and just says, if you're hard all the time, it can take a toll. Stuff gets trapped inside. That can eat away at you. And, well, that can be just as deadly as losing your discipline in the wrong Well, maintaining this discipline and hardness, as you put it, is what I was trained to do. It's what I've done my whole life. And with that, he kind of finishes up his Tai Chi and says, again, thank you for your concern. Enjoy the festivities. Good night. And heads into his tent. Yeah, but doesn't really say anything. Just sort of gets up and walks away. He's gonna move probably not necessarily towards the party. Maybe just sort of find a nice spot a little bit farther away from it on the beach and just spend some time looking up at the stars. The nearly full moon looks back at you. Is there anything anyone else would like to do with the night? Nasca retired super early. So one night that Ato stays up even a little bit, someone else goes to bed crazy early. <laughs> uh, I can't win with all of you. Like, Nehmed is, like, playing songs but not necessarily talking to too many people, and as, like, things are dying down, he's just, like, despondently staring into the fire before falling asleep. Ariel parties for as long as one of the uh, centaurs are still partying with him. Uh, that lasts quite a while. I'm also kind of tuned to the nose glasses. All right. Get your 19 intelligence. Ooh. Didn't you say we level up? That is a thing that happened. Level four. Ooh.
Oh, my AC just went up even more. Oh, Sam, I wanted to ask, do I get to keep my ivory horn of summoning centaurs? No, he, you'll have to hand it back. Oh, okay. I was hoping I it could is, just it is, call on them at, whenever I wanted. Unfortunately, it's not that good. They have It's their own like tribal call mm-hmm. that they use, and they have their own territory. Though they might have expanded their territory now that you killed a bunch of other centaurs mm-hmm. in the neighboring warband. All right. You rest through the night. It's very invigorating. There's some early risers amongst the centaurs, some not so early risers amongst the centaurs. I've been sitting on this for a while. Nehmet, like sleeps very fitfully, and when he notices that Ato is getting up to do his katas, he is going to walk over to him. Nasuka's going to be making food. Yeah, Ato, like, if you see him wake up, he like comes out of his tent already, like, mostly clothed he has like his skirt and helmet on i he probably had like his shield and spear like in the tent with him so that no one could steal it but uh he comes out like fully ready and very like ritualistically breaks down the tent and rolls it up if you like pay attention to squibby he has like a very like mathematical precision like he's done this a million times this is just second nature to him as he does it almost like this is the beginning of his meditation is rolling off the bedroll and stuff that very much sticks with both soldiers and meditation Mm -hmm. And he kind of, like, as he sees you come over, he looks over at you and, like, nods and just starts going into his tai chi. I hope that it's all right if I join you. I Things have been coming back very slowly. And even though my mind is very much damaged, I, I think it would be better to tend to my body and my discipline if I could join you. Yes, of course. Going through... Practices like this is not only good for refining the body, but clearing the mind for the days ahead. Again, I'm like in like Billy is currently like going through these motions as he's talking. <laughs> Nehmet tries his best to uh, copy the motions exactly as Eto is doing them. They're not difficult. It it really is like like Tai Chi or like very simple like Kung Fu kind of warm ups where you go through kind of combat movements with the air but very slowly so it's the, yeah it, it's almost like yoga even yes Breathing absolutely exercises. yeah all right that's most of you account for waking up ilva are you awake at this time probably eventually yeah okay you awake to whatever wonderful food nasca's cook so you know there's like egg a bit of like you think is bacon, wild boar. <laughs> mm, Borkin. Ariel, you're still asleep, I assume, at this point. Yeah, if possible, in a pile of centaurs. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Amongst. We're just cuddling, Jesus Christ. All of the centaurs, you feel three licks, distinct tongues, awaking you. At the same time, that's why'd you have why'd you have to make it weird? Uh, it's it's a yeah, it's, it's a Cerberus. Okay. <laughs> it has three heads. Oh, each of them is a different. Oh, each of them is different. Oh God, I really thought it was. Oh no! Why would the centaurs be licking you? That's weird. You guys Fucking, are weird brains. Why are you guys? Why are you guys like this? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you're awoken to a uh, three-headed dog slobber. All right, that's is this okay. an improvement to Kyra's 
Kravitz. I think Oral wakes up like, can I switch? Oh, hi. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Everyone's awake. What would you like to do? It's the morning. The centaurs are pretty chill. So, are you going to go back into the mines? Get some of those uh, troglodyte pelts? Sure. I'll go. I mean, like, yeah, I'm coming with, but... The caves are not far away. The caves are, like, an hour walk away to there and back. I say we clear out the mine just, like, quickly as we can and try to get back to Astoria by nightfall. So, you guys are heading back into the mine. I guess. Yes. I guess. Before you head back, Hukar will walk up to you, whoever decides to be the leader and face of this party, probably Nehmet. I keep splitting it between Nehmet and Eto, but... Oh. It could literally be any of us. If it's going off of who makes the best persuasion and, like, talking checks, it would be Nehmet, but... I suppose there's, like, a difference between leader and face yeah. sometimes. Yeah, that's true, because I definitely wasn't thinking Nehmet is... If he becomes, like, the leader, that would be, like, a later character thing, but at this point, he's very timid. Yeah, I feel like Eto's the leader just because he's like, all right, this is what we're going to do. Yeah, I, I am very much the leader, but very much not the talker. All right. Hukar will walk up to Ato then and say, you know, your heroes are pretty good at what you do. If you are so defiant of Sidon, then perhaps we will see what the future holds. Good luck on your travels. Say so we we will see indeed. Good luck on the future hunt, right? Give kind of the fist and palm classic monk bow. He kind of centaur bows, <laughs> lowers front hooves, horse curtsy. May may I ask a favor, Mister Hukar? Would it be possible to uh, ask for the help of your? people once more. Briefly, deep in the mines we found this young one here. And Nilva points to Australia. Would it be possible if we borrowed maybe two or three of yours just to watch over her for maybe like an hour or so while we finish clearing out the mines? Of course. I think Haluk and Hirak are familiar with Young Astrea, she'll be safe in our care. We'll wait here for your return. Thank you. And I just give him like a little nod as I'm doing that. Arya like half under her breath, but definitely loud enough for everyone to hear. So if any chance I can stay with them too. <laughs> no enchanter, we have much to teach you of ways of hard work. You have a knife, don't you? Why would I have a knife? I'm gonna toss Ariel a knife. She just watches the knife fly towards her and hit the ground. She like steps out of the way and looks at Nausicaa. You dropped this. Is that what you meant to do? (laughs) Well, just a few days ago you learned how to peel an orange. Now you gotta learn how to peel a troglodyte. Oh god. It's easy. It's like similar concept. I will pick up the knife like it's a decaying fish, like two fingers <laughs> holding it away from her, looking at everyone like, why are you making me do this? Trust me, it'll be good for your character. 
<laughs> Why is everyone so damn obsessed with my character? <laughs> Maybe you have the most room to grow. Actually, <laughs> probably not true. But yeah, I think Vampupper's got the most room to grow. No. He's got, he's got three whole more Wouldn't... size classes to get into. Yes. <laughs> Let's go. I will also bring a torch. Thank you. All right. You continue through the caves. You don't see anything yet. Those, I don't know if I properly describe them, but there are like straw mats that lie around the edges of the cave. Uh, and it's just covered in bones and dried blood. The bones are like of different sizes. Like you get a bone that probably belongs to either a horse or a centaur. And then like human sized bones. Nice. And then like young kid sized bones. And then some bones that are probably no. troglodyte. Mm-hmm. Wait, Sam, this was the room with like the baby the baby room, right? Correct. I'm gonna go in here. Go in there. <laughs> there are no baby troglodytes. The adult troglodytes already ate them. <laughs> Is there anything in the bone room? Like anything other than bones? Not that you can see. Not okay. anymore. Nausicaa, yeah. I will say that room smells real bad this room room? that room that room is full of is full of shit uh (laughs) yeah it's 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 like you thought the troglodyte smell was bad this is even worse like it it digs into like your soul that room is there's just like more bones it's not as bad as the two that were above you are there any traces of live troglodytes being here within like the past few hours or so? Your survival check is better. Yes. Um, <laughs> Passive survival of 16. <laughs> yeah, so where Nazca's like, I don't know, it's, it's, co- it's cold in here. Uh, <laughs> you can tell that the troglodytes that were in that cave likely left through to the hollow place. I think they've left. In that case, Arya, come with me. Would we not have to worry about them coming back? Oh no, you probably would, but that seems like more of an issue for Volk and the fix. Uh, you could probably just wall up that area there and be good for a little bit, I'd, I'd assume. Uh, Alright. Are the troglodyte corpses still in the room that we fought them in? Up here. Some of them are starting to decompose. You could probably try like two different intelligence medicine checks. Ooh. All right. Uh, I would like to bring Ariel with me for this. <laughs> be most intelligent. Does Ariel come with me? Very reluctantly, but yes, she will. All right. I will pull out my scimitar cast guidance on myself, go to one of the troglodyte bodies, look over at Ariel through my mask, and just say, now do as I do. And I will work. Medicine check? Yeah. So if you're proficient in medicine, you can add it to your intelligence check. Unfortunately, I am not. So then just straight intelligence. That's that's still fine, though. That's a 22. Alright. The troglodyte harvesting is not too difficult. Though they are in a bit poor condition, between like the couple that have skin that is complete enough to harvest, 
you're able to get like probably one canvas of troglodyte hide. All right. You might have to wash it first and yourself. <laughs> Is that off of the uh that's off the one that I did. Oh, you are you splitting it? Are you showing Ariel how to do it? Yeah, okay. Sure. I was, I was okay. Uh have Ariel make another check if Ariel wants to skin a trog. I will also before she starts, I will just sort of walk kind of to the side, kind of behind her, put a hand on her shoulder and say, Do as I did. And I will cast guidance as well. Van Pupper starts eating the body of the trog that you skinned. <laughs> what do I roll here? That would just be an intelligence medicine check. Nehmet sees Van Pupper mounching on the, the trog bodies and he's like, so you like this little friend? Let me get you some more. And he carves off like treat-sized bits of trog meat so that they can train Van Pupper with them later. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. With Ilva's help, you're able to get a complete canvas worth cleaned and cured. This could probably be made into like a camo blanket type of thing. Like probably a 15 foot by 15 foot camo blanket. Alright. It's multiple pieces of skin. I rolled a, a con save to see if she throws up. She doesn't, but she's very green. <laughs> so one troglodyte skin canvas? Sure. A trog tapestry. <laughs> they also have gold values, values associated with them. Just knowing Ilva, I don't think she plans on selling them. <laughs> <laughs> I think she fully plans on using them. That's fair. After that happens, <laughs> I looks at Ilva with like tears in her eyes and says, "Why don't you like? Why did you make me do that?" <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm actually gonna, I'm, I'm gonna walk up to Ariel and say, "I didn't do this because I didn't like you. I did this because I've seen your skills." And I'm worried that if you keep going with your particular skill set or lack thereof, we're going to go the wrong way. <laughs> I'm trying to teach you. I'm not trying to punish you. I guess no one's ever tried to teach me before. Well, after seeing how quickly you took to that orange, I realized that you're able to learn. So, good job. Give her a little pat on the shoulder. Ariel immediately starts casting prestidigitation to clean herself up. <laughs> Wait, can you do that to me, too? Yeah, sure. <laughs> Ariel's going to have nightmares tonight. <laughs> That's fair. But yeah, she'll uh, clean off Ilva and stuff. Does anyone want to go dumpster diving? You said trash pile? Where? Well, it's right here. It's the refuse pit. This yeah. thing? <laughs> I'm going to... Like, before I go in, I'm going to use Druidcraft a few times to, like, get rid of the smell a little bit. <laughs> it makes you feel better in your mind. Yeah. That's yeah. about it. I'm going to go ahead and plug my nose. And what do I do? Roll investigation? Well, first, you need to make a DC 15 constitution saving throw against poison. <laughs> <laughs> Just for stepping into the room. Well, I have advantage. You do have advantage. I have advantage. You are a Medusa. Yeah. Uh, that's a... I rolled a 17. Oh, you're good. You don't have disadvantage on your investigation check. Roll. Okay. Investigation time. Yeet. 
Unfortunately, that was a natural mm, one. It's a big rip. You can spend mo another minute of digging through the muck to try again. I'll do that. Yeah, go for yeah, it. I don't care. I'm already in it. That's an 18. Yeah, you find mithril ringmail buried in the muck <laughs> in, the <laughs> in the actual ringmail. ship pile. Do you want to uh, continue? Uh, yeah, continue. Mm -hmm. That's a 19. You find mithril breastplate <laughs> buried in nice. the ship pile. Oh, yeah. Do you want to keep going? Okay. <laughs> Everyone, That's... you hear like a terrible squelching sound and like. Just, just muttering, just like. Uh, this, this is, is terrible. Awful. I hate this. <laughs> I lean over to Ariel and say, we may need that spell again. <laughs> That's a 13. Ariel's like, somehow I got the good job. You. <laughs> Have one more try to find something. Come on. Big roll. Big roll. Big roll. Uh, that's a 15. All right. You dig around and, like, cut your hand against something. You're definitely going to need to clean that first. It's already infected. Yep. 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 But you're able to pull out a adamantine short sword. Ooh. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to head over here. You're you're still is, just covered in she? shit. Where the fuck is she? Oh god! <laughs> hey Ariel, wait, wait, wait. Gonna... stand ten feet away from me. <laughs> no, it's like a, a some sort of elemental. Hey Ariel, hey, hey, do you have like a thing for water for cleaning? <laughs> I got a, you know, somewhere. Uh. I like. I let it produce flame and just sort of wave it through the air. Oh, <laughs> it combusts. <laughs> you gotta fool with that, they might explode. I will cast Prestidigitation, I'm assuming about 400 times. Oh, probably. <laughs> you, even with magic, you can't get it completely out. There's still like a faint, lingering smell. I'm glad someone went diving in the shit pile. <laughs> You, you might want to go jump under that waterfall right about now. I'm gonna I'm gonna head out. <laughs> Other question: Where do you put the magic items? Because they're also covered in shit. But I also clean those off. I'm gonna go out. Where Where's the waterfall? Like I can just like stick my hand out like here, and it works. It helps a bit. You kind of like stand in the mist. Is there like a way I can access the river from anywhere? Yeah, when you leave the way you came, you can. You were kind of camping on the banks of the river. Oh, okay. I'm gonna. <laughs> I'll just head back that direction and like start cleaning all my shit, <laughs> like stripping down and just like deep cleaning everything. <laughs> this delays you another thirty minutes. Takes a while. <laughs> yeah, I might actually join you for that. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean. She's definitely going to be buying new clothes when we get back into town. <laughs> I mean, the smell might be gone, but you know. It, it's always there. Not to mention... Also, this dress is, like, ripped yeah, out. Yeah, not to mention the whole <laughs> elevator. Oh, I was gonna right. say, has Nehmed technically been shirtless this whole time? You've been, like, partly shirtless. Um, it definitely helped when you were in the forge. I was, like, somewhat hopeful, like, this is... Shopping after we just 
I think I think possibly you've earned it. All right. Does everyone want to start heading back? Yep. All right. Mm-hmm. Oh no, you cleared the area. <laughs> You're good. Okay. Uh, I need a Zelda ding for when you 100% a dungeon. But you 100% a dungeon. Congrats, you have finished the first of the labors. So you head back to the Centaur tribe, uh, Hukar Centaur tribe. This is probably most surprising to those of you who are knaves to Thylia. But Kaluk has Astraea riding around on her. Centaurs are not known to taking riders. They decided long ago that they were not horses in any way, shape, or form. I feel like Ariel has definitely been a centaur before. <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> Charmed one. Yep. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Astrea is significantly happier than when she was chained up into in a forge and exhausted and dying. You know, it's... it's Open skies, fresh air. It's an improvement. It's good. So you collect your friendly elf. Ariel's gonna like have one of her newfound friends of the uh, centaurs give her some booze from last night. <laughs> You're set for like a week, assuming you don't share. <laughs> and it's pretty good. All right. All right. What is your guys' marching order? Arrange yourselves on the map. As you wish to be. I'll be around the front. Take the rear. I'll be second. I'll be third, I guess. So as you make your way down the mountainside, along the abandoned road, you start to notice there's like a storm brewing in the direction of Astoria. The clouds appear to be moving closer to you, building you could hear thunder in the air. Out of the skies, you spot a flash of silver. It is something, not lightning, much slower, heading straight for you. And you see a large silver dragon. Silver dragon? Riding it is a blue cloaked figure with green dragon scale mail adorning him. Who is this? Blue cloaked. And gold clasp, if you are so keen eyed. His voice booms over the thunder. Give up your quest and prostrate yourselves before the power of Sidon. You meddle with forces beyond your comprehension. And then the dragon turns and disappears back into the clouds. A familiar thundering of hooves is on the ground. 